Welcome to part two of Pastor Tim's message, the most awful news you've ever been told. From Matthew 7, 21 through 23. The good thing about warning signs is that they come before it's too late. This warning from Jesus, what Pastor Tim has called the most awful news you've ever been told, is a warning that comes just in time. Listen to the conclusion of this message as we turn the warning into a lifesaver. Here's Pastor Tim. Let me give you a second thought, though, is equally damning. You can serve and still not be saved. You can serve and still not be saved. I mean, you can do things for the kingdom and still not be saved. I mean, for some it's about delusion. For others it's about confusion. They have come to the point where they feel like because they're church members or because they've gone through those, those routines or because now maybe they serve in the church. Maybe, maybe they're the preacher. Maybe they're a teacher. Maybe they're a praise, uh, uh, praise group singer person thing. <laughs> Worship team leader. There we go. How about that? Maybe they're a deacon. Maybe they serve on a committee. Maybe they serve, maybe they're going on a mission trip. And they think maybe because of all of those things, maybe that God owes them. God owes me. I have given my life to church. God owes me. He didn't say give your life to church, did he? I remember when Mark Helms was here, he said he talked to this lady one time and talked to her about coming to church, and she said, I ain't got time to be a Baptist. <laughs> There's just plenty to do, isn't there? It's not about that stuff, is it? Look at verse 22. Many, don't miss that word. That's one of the sadder words that's in here to me. Many will say to me in that day, in that judgment day, Lord, Lord, they're still stuck on that from verse 21, have we not prophesied in your name, cast out demons in your name, and done many wonders in your name? And he keeps standing, it's in your name, I've done this stuff for you, God. Have they really? Or are they really just trying to pile up enough good deeds and enough good works so that they can say at the end, I have earned this. I have earned the right to go to heaven. You can serve and still not be saved. Maybe a part of the many who are relying on their acts of service, their acts of kindness, their acts of goodness. You know, I think typically when I ask that question, you know, uh, you know what, would you, what would you say to the Lord? More often than not, and I wanna, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to grab this out of the air, but I want to say somewhere around 80 to 90% of people will say, because I live a good life. I live a good life. You know what the Bible says about that? <laughs> no one's good, not one person. Remember Jesus telling his disciples, they came to him and said, said good teacher. And Jesus said, why are you calling me good? There's only one good and that's God. Well, that's him, so I mean, technically they were right, right? 
But his point is this. Don't go around calling everybody good because they're not necessarily good. There's none who is good enough in God's sight. So I don't know, man. I'm pretty good. I'm pretty good. I mean, I, I, do a, I think I do a pretty good job. Well, how good do you have to be? How good, how good do you think you have to be to be good enough? You know, in school, you pass if you get a D, right? Get 70%. If you're 70% good, is that good enough? Maybe you think, well, if I don't want my doctor to have a D, (laughs) I at least want my doctor to graduate with A's, so maybe go to A's. So maybe it's a 90. Or, you know, in school at some point, they changed it where an A was a 93, you know? Is a 93 good enough? Do you have to solidly be in there? Maybe you're 95% good? Do you remember the Dove soap commercials? Remember Dove soap's purity was? 99, what? That's right. You got to be that good? No. Jesus said this, you be perfect as your Father in heaven is perfect. Anybody in here meet that category? Sorry, I can't put my hand up. No, no, no matter what you have done, without faith, it is impossible to please the Lord. It is impossible to work your way into salvation. Stephen Olford is one of my favorite preachers of all time. Stephen Olford said, how frightening it is to learn that you can pray in the name of the Lord Jesus and still be a hypocrite. You can preach in the name of the Lord Jesus and still be a hypocrite. You can perform in the name of the Lord Jesus and still be a hypocrite. And unless there is repentance toward God and faith in the Lord Jesus Christ, hypocrites will find their place in outer darkness for it is to people like this that Jesus will turn and say, I never knew you. Depart from me, ye that work iniquity. Those who are relying on saying, their words and the attitudes behind those words will one day betray them. Those who are relying on their service, even in the name of the Lord, their actions and the motivation behind those actions will one day betray them. I fear that there are many a churchgoer who will read these words and just simply assume that they're a warning to others. I fear that there are many a churchgoer who will read these words and assume that even if they are in the many of verse 22, that Jesus really doesn't mean what he says here. You know? I mean, this sounds too harsh to be Jesus. When we get to verse 33, and Jesus says, I will declare to them, I never knew you. I mean, surely Jesus doesn't mean that. I mean, surely what he means is, oh, I'm sorry, hey, I didn't recognize you. 
Come on in. When, when Jesus says, depart from me, surely that's not what Jesus means. He didn't mean depart from me. He just means go to the back of the line. When, when Jesus refers to me as you who practice lawlessness, surely he doesn't mean that. He was just mad at me for what I had done and he's going to get over it. I mean, Jesus is forgiving, right? Right. Now. Not then. It's what makes today so important. Today is the day that I recognize my sinfulness before God. Today is the day that I recognize my hypocrisy. Today is the day that I recognize that I need Him. Today is the day that He reaches out to me in mercy and in grace. Today is the day that I give my heart to Jesus. Because I won't have a chance to give it to Him then. Do you notice that verse number 23 does not include an invitation to you? Doesn't give you an invitation to come to Him, to repent, and to turn. That comes today. So let me give you this third thing that's in your notes. With a big fat oar right in front of it. I mean, you can, you can say it and still not be saved. You can serve and still not be saved. Or, you can surrender and know that you know that you are saved. That's why Paul says, behold, now is the accepted time. Behold, now is the day of salvation. If one group was about delusion and the other was about confusion, maybe we would say that this then would be a group about inclusion, being included in the family of God. Being included there. Not because of what I've done. Not even because of what I believe. But because of what He has done for me on that cross. Now I yield to Him. Now I surrender to Him. And that's how I know that I know that one of these days when I die, I stand before the Lord and He gets to say, enter into your rest. How do you know? Because I'm not trying to get in on myself. I'm not trying to get in on my good deeds. I'm not trying to get in on my good looks. I'm not trying to get in on my good words. I'm not trying to get in on anything that I can do. It is absolutely 100% everything to do about Him and what He's done for us on the cross. It is Him taking my sins away and Him giving me His righteousness. It's the only way. What do your words say about you? What do your deeds reveal about you? What does the Spirit of God say into your heart right now? Would you bow your head and close your eyes with me? 
me ask you this. Let's go back to that verse that we looked at earlier. Examine yourselves as to whether you're in the faith. Can you do that right now in a spirit of prayer? Maybe you even recognize that you're not even the best person to do the examining. So you would say like David, God, examine me. You examine me. You examine my heart and see if there be any wicked way in me. Paul said, prove yourselves. What is the proof? If the proof of the pudding's in the tasting, then what's the proof of your salvation? You know, there's a great verse in Romans chapter number 8 where the Bible says, His Spirit bears witness with our spirit that we are the children of God. Would you ask Him to bear witness in your spirit, in your heart, that you belong to Him? Ask Him this. God, if I really belong to You, will You give me peace about that right now? And give me peace about that even tomorrow? Or if you dare ask Him, ask Him this. Spirit of God, it is your responsibility to convict me and to stir my heart. If I'm not right with you, would you stir up my spirit right now? Don't let me be at peace. Don't let me be at calm. And ask Him to bring you to Himself where you willingly yield, willingly surrender and say, come into my heart, Lord Jesus. Make me yours. And you bear the fruit. Father, I pray for every person that's in this room, for every person that's watching this at home, for every person who hears this, that for those who belong to you, that your spirit would bear witness with their spirit and they would be absolutely at peace. A peace that passes understanding. A peace that is perfect. Peace that is you. And Father, for those that don't belong to you, they're willing to say, examine me. Would you stir them? Would you move in them? Would you woo them to yourself? That they might know that they know that they belong to you. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. I want you to stand with me. Such an amazing message. To surrender your life to Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior and know that you know that you will live with Him forever in eternity. 
Pastor Tim would love to connect and share with you about a personal relationship with Jesus Christ and how you can know that you know that Jesus is your Savior and Lord. The address is churchoffice at BritDavid.org. We are located at 2801 West Britt David Road, Columbus, Georgia, 31909. Join us next week as Pastor Tim shares the message, the best news you've ever been told. Thanks again for joining us here on Brit David Podcast.